FM 102.9, 105.9 AM 1310 on your smart speakers. News Talk KZRG, Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. He's the legislative lion. Ted Bohorquez is here as well. He's the legislative lion, represents Neosho and the greater community. He's one of the great leaders of our time. Ladies and gentlemen, the legislative lion himself, uh, Ben Baker. Uh, you were going to come in today. Uh, Steve Scott was salivating when you said that. Yes, uh, I to was. was. Uh, you're going to Jefferson City. Why? Uh, the governor is going to sign uh, one of my bills and another bill that I carry, a Senate bill that I carried. So House Bill 2331 and Senate Bill 710 are going to be signed today. And so that's a big deal. Now, what, what, what is a part of this legislation? So my bill, the underlying bill initially was uh, just elimination of a licensure for uh, companies that sell or distribute uh, frozen desserts actually. And uh, this was something that was an unnecessary license. So it's just taking out uh, burdensome regulations for businesses. All right. So if you're uh, if you're in the frozen dessert business or wanting to go into it, you've made it a lot easier. That's right. You see, that's the type of man that Ben Baker is. What's the other one? Uh, Senate Bill 710 was a bill uh, from a Democrat senator, actually, that came through my committee uh, and it has Will's Law on there and several other provisions that were added as well. And I just carried that bill in the House uh, as the House carried because it came through my committee. Okay, excellent. So uh, Ben Baker, uh, obviously uh, uh, still a little ramifications from last week's uh, essential turn, uh, turning around of Roe v. Wade, one of the big conversations the governor had to put out a clarification yesterday that uh, Missouri's uh, uh, abortion restrictions that went into effect last week uh, have nothing to do with birth control. What about the day after pill? Yeah, so, man, as we, uh, you know, those of us who are pro-life and respect the dignity of life have been rejoicing at, uh, over the decision from Supreme Court. The left has come unglued. There's a lot of misinformation that's flying around about this. Uh, it's crazy how that they will stop at nothing, you know, to to have this they call right to, you know, what we say is killing the babies in the womb. Uh, but yeah, a lot of misinformation and a lot of that is regarding uh, the uh, the different drugs and uh, abortion pills, you know, that that fall into that. But I suggest people look at the definition that is in our statute when it comes to what is a, an abortion. Uh, and the, it reads like this. In our statute, it says, the act of using or prescribing any instrument, device, medicine, drug, or any other means or substance with the intent to destroy the life of an embryo or fetus in the mother's womb. So for it to, to fall into that category would have to be, they would have to have the intent to destroy the life of an, a known embryo or fetus. Uh, so, no, it is not true what they're saying about um, birth control um, being banned in Missouri now. That is absolutely false according to the definition of the statute and how we interpret that. Um, and also, who can be prosecuted and what are those penalties? Uh, that's only a person who knowingly performs or induces an abortion of an unborn child, except in the cases of, of medical emergency. Uh, and then ectopic pregnancies, that's another one that people are throwing around. Uh, an ectopic pregnancy always threatens the life of the mother, and that 
qualifies for being a medical emergency. And so uh, that, that falls under the exception as well. Uh, plan B is something that, uh, again, is different than your traditional, uh, traditional birth control. Pills, yes. uh, birth control, but it's still something that doesn't fall into the definition of what it would be, of what would be banned in Missouri. Okay, very good for the clarification on that. Uh, the Supreme Court has uh, two more decisions. One of them is uh, if it goes the way that uh, we're hoping, could have long-lasting and conservative uh, thoughts for what's going on with our government. It's about overreach of the Environmental Protection Agency. We have our federal agencies do overreaches on things all the time. It's uh, if this thing gets reversed, is this going to bring back balance to the force? I think it will. I mean, the Supreme Court's on a roll right now with a lot of right decisions that, again, are kind of returning this to the state um, and ruling on several big issues over the past couple weeks. And uh, I do hope that this the EPA has way too much power. Um, on the federal level, and it's something that has has been uh, in place for a long time that we have said needs reined in. And so I do hope that it goes the right way, and I think it will re- restore balance and, again, put that back to the states where they can make those decisions. Well, it's also, uh, quite frankly, uh, some of these, uh, uh, while I would prefer these be state laws and many things, sometimes it's not a good idea. It needs to be a federal law. I just don't like the idea of Congress and states punting to the punting to the Supreme Court, hoping they would make some leftist decision. Then they can say it's established law and it's a constitutional right, and get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, that's not what the Supreme Court is for. You know, that's that's why we say that the you know the decision over Roe v. Wade was correct, and that is it. Would, it never should have been that way in the first place. No, it, it just uh, it's insane. It, we have. Uh, it, it's and for whatever it goes in, it's not necessarily something I would be in favor of, of course. But quite frankly, uh, the House and Senate could make a uh, a decision on abortion, have it signed into law by uh, the President of the United States, and technically, uh, there could be legalized abortion one way or another on a federal type level, uh, which would uh, uh, probably trump most state laws. Uh, but Congress uh, has always want, never wanted to deal with it, mainly because they don't want to be absolutely on the hook for making a tough decision. Exactly. That's the question. So, I mean, some of these people, Nancy Pelosi's been in office almost my entire life. There's been there's several Democrats who've been in office in Congress uh, more than that, uh, over 40 years. So why haven't they done it? You know, and I'll tell you why. Most Americans don't agree with it. They They will lose their seats, and they care about that. They care about holding their power and and holding their office more than anything. So I would be shocked if they ever passed anything through both chambers, especially the next election year uh, like this one where, you know, in a midterm where Republicans have all the momentum. Speaking about Republican momentum, a poll came out uh, showing Raphael Warnock leading Herschel Walker in Georgia by 10 and Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp essentially tied in traditionally reliably red uh, Georgia. I think the one big concern that every conservative should have is apathy. We must be out there voting in huge numbers, 
and make sure this is an overwhelming victory in November and take nothing for granted. Absolutely. You can't ever give up. And, uh, you know, that eternal vigilance is so important when it comes to these elections. And we've got to capture this momentum and, and, and build off of it. By the way, congratulations on uh, being honored today by the governor with your legislation being signed. Ben Baker, thank you for your service. Have a great day. All right. It's the legislative lion himself, Ben Baker, on Newstalk KZRG. KZRG.